And we're talking. We are. That's what we're here to do. We're here. To, that's what you do on a podcast is you talk as opposed wait, to wait, not wait, talk wait, because... wait, 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 wait. What are you telling me now, Cody? Like, I <laughs> now, now hold on a second here. Now I know, I, I, I don't know if I believe you. Are, are you telling well, do me? You th- that... Did you think it was karaoke? Like that's what we're gonna do is yes, because that's what all the fans like, like, tune well, into here is. We're gonna play the background static, and they're gonna do their podcast in front of it. Is that what karaoke on a podcast would be? <laughs> it's like, well, here's an intro thong- song. An intro thong. It's something completely different. That's when you're getting in first into thongs. But an in- here's an intro song, and here's some outs, and here's some random sound effects. You guys just do a podcast in front of it. Here's here's our transcript. Ah, <laughs> uh, indeed. Uh, are you close? I hate how it auto saves your shit on your email account and it doesn't give you the option to save it to a drive because I never think it's going to save it and it always drives me crazy because there's not like a manual save. First world problems. I, hell, I think that's next world problems, Cody. It's so bad. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. I think oh, we should start coining it, though. New world problems. <laughs> Wouldn't new world problems be like <laughs> Roanoke? Yeah, it's like, oh, don't you hate it when you get a blanket covered in smallpox? New world problems. Oh, we're keeping that because that's going to be a thing. <laughs> All right, you ready? You ready to do an intro? Um, uh, one second. Let me let me paste this onto my notes page so I don't so I'll have it for later. Um, uh, uh, yes, let's let's do an intro to the All intro right. machine, Cody. Three, two. One. Hey everybody, and welcome to another week of board shenanigans. As always, I am joined by nature's insult to us all, Ryan Brewer. And and I'm here with well, you remember when you were 15 and you like you put put your sad your sad lone jizz into a sock? Well, that sock grew up to be Cody James. Well, thank you for that. I like how I forgot to call you the Reverend at the beginning of the show, so you apparently got demoted only to be immediately re-promoted. So congratulations on the promotion. Oh, oh, why, why, thank you, thank you. Oh no, no, please, please. Um, I just have a short list here of people I'd like to thank. Um. <laughs> First off, I would like to thank, you know, the, the most important, uh, the Lord, for without him I would not have a job. I would also like to thank the landlord as well, because without him I wouldn't have a, have a house. Um, I would also like to thank the Lords of the Dance, um, because without them I wouldn't have anything to watch. Uh, the Lord of the Manor is always great with bringing me the paper. Um, seven Lords of Leaping were uh, <laughs> doing a, a fine job at mowing my grass the other day. They're, they're a great service, and I suggest everyone use them. Um, I would not like to thank the Lord of the Flies, because he is Satan, and we should never thank him. Um, and there are many ladies out there I would also like to thank. <laughs> who screamed, oh Lord, and they know who they are. <laughs> Well, did that go anywhere for anybody then? <laughs> we got a list joke, so we're good. we're good. I've never done that in quite that form before. Yeah, was the oh, all lords was, the, was done a little differently. I liked it. Um, I was yeah, not prepared dude. to do it because I was like, oh, who am I thanking? Well, I, I thought I thanked the Lord, and then my thought process is like, fuck it, just do the just do the oh, oh, all lords joke, but slow. Uh-huh. Yes, and as we tell you all of our comedy bits I'm on sorry. you. I, realistically, I'm not telling any of you listeners out there. I'm just telling Cody this because <laughs> I thought he should know my thought process. It might improve uh, his later on. Uh, so anyway, like if you haven't been if you haven't been in the loop lately, there's a shit ton of news going on, and 
Brewer and I felt that it was our duty as podcasters to cover to cover the news and to do and as we always do, we're gonna cover the news nude in the nude in the news nude in the news. That's right. Yes, There's gonna be the news, news and we're it, it, this is a live nudes episode and it's gonna be filled with news. So in other words, you're hearing it as it happens. Four shenanigans that, up to the minute. That's right. And so for the for this up to the minute completely topical report. We're going to go to the news desk, and whenever we go to the news desk, you all know what that means. What it means it? we have to bust out our news our reporter nice voice. That's right, we are putting our news reporter hats on, <clears throat> we've got our little notepads ready, and the rest of the episode we're probably going to sound just like this. So prepare yourself, ga- gals and gents, for a hard-hitting news exclusive straight from the Ball Shenanigans desk. Ball Shenanigans marches onward with, with this breaking news stories. Indeed it does. So... Since the news, all the news, it is news anywhere that we want to hear the news in the news. That's right, Born Shenanigans, we're here for you. The only news that you can trust. <laughs> Born Shenanigans, my first place for news. Born Shenanigans, the only place that you want to hear hear the newscasters get naked, but don't necessarily want to see them get naked. Well, I mean, like all traditional newscasters, we aren't wearing pants underneath our desk. Indeed, we are not. And speaking of not wearing pants, the biggest story that has hit the news lately, Jesus blowjob statues. I know what you're thinking there. You're, what the hell are you talking about? Well, now I can't copy the link and go to where it is. Okay, hold on, as we have minor technical issues. But we're, we're live and nude, and we're not going to stop for anything. Anyways, so, goddamn Papa Pants, that fucking with me hard. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, now it's talking to me. Uh, America on the battle right. lines. Papa Pants invading. The, the evil army of the Papa Pants has, has invaded our web space. It is fighting an all-out guerrilla-style war against our boys in blue. But fear not, Uncle Sam is here to protect you. Learn what you can do. More at eleven. That's right. As we recover from that blitz, that blitzkrieg of Papa pads, we we came to bring you a story straight from Everett, Pennsylvania. Now you may have heard a little bit of it here and there, but we're here to break you, give you the the hard shaft straight down your throat, born shenanigan style. That's right. In Everett, Pennsylvania, a 14-year-old is facing two years in prison for simulating oral sex with Jesus, with a Jesus statue. Now I know what you're all thinking there, there at home. What the hell? Kids will be kids. Let them do what they do. And that's that's the position they're taking. For most of the world. However, in Born Shenanigans, we're taking the position that this is this is a freedom fighter for free speech, and he should be allowed to fillet Jesus all that he wants, or have Jesus fillet him. In fact, we're calling all of you, boys and girls, go go to your Twitters, go to your Facebooks, go straight there now and fillet fillet statues of Jesus or Mary or whatever Madonna you feel the need to fillet or have fillet you. Yes, this is part of uh, Sex Jesus Watch 2014. This matter is achieving what we have not. He has successfully found a way to copulate his relationship with, with Christ. But some people believe Jesus baptizes. Well, this man gets his penis baptized by Jesus. That's right. He all want, we all want Jesus inside of him, and this, this person has found a way to simulate that act, and, and he is do, he's doing everything he can to remind us all of what makes America, the red, white, and blue, great, great wonderful, and better than anything else out there. He's, we have free speech where we can do these sorts of shenanigans. Yes, here in America, red and white, but never blue balls. Indeed, and... and Further note, Truth Wins Out, an LGBT organization, has vehemently argued on the sake of the boy. On the sake of the boy, they don't. They don't want him to go to jail. They think that it's an outlandish claim, and they are going to fight tooth and nail till every bone and flesh be hacked to keep this boy out of prison. You should join them. And like I said, go and go and take pictures, filleting yourself. We we've all heard that that Jesus loves little children. This is just him showing us that he's true to his word. The Bible says. 
Be all come in the name of the Lord. Well, he is. That sure is happening right here. <laughs> now on the other on the other side of the on the Jesus Watch, we are, we are going to Satan Watch 2014. In Satan Watch in Vancouver, mysterious devil statues have arisen. What makes these devil statues so erect is the fact that the, the devil in itself has a very large erect member. That is right. That's right. North north of the border, there uh, things going north of the trousers. Now. What, what has happened here is uh, people are petitioning to have Satan, the Satan statue with a penis be removed as it was not commissioned by the city. Mysterious vandals have has placed it in, in, in the public square for all his glory to be seen. Now, one thing that is of note of this devil statue, other than his traditional look and wearing of no pants, is that it appears that his penis might be one of the members of the Three Stooges. Because... <laughs> <laughs> I tried, I tried, I tried, I'm sorry, I tried. I was trying to laugh. <laughs> if one takes a look look at his Johnson, you'll see that it's more of a bow. That's our, right, our, his old... His, <laughs> God damn it, I don't know what our, our favorite merkin-wearing devil is, is here on Front Street for all to see. Now, what the article doesn't cover is, is, is the Dark Lord an evil wearing protection? And if he was, would this change the outcome of this particular petition? Now, thoughts on this were quite bent, but it appears that the, the government has decided to remove this statue for, for, for fear of what evil it could bring. Some teenager might come up to it and try to, try to fillet it. So, <laughs> that's some right. Some lady we, might come up to it and try to uh, leave her hysterium on it. And that's the kind of thing that we want you, you, you our listeners in Vancouver, to go to. If you have the opportunity, and go and fillet Satan while others will go and fillet the Lord. But be careful. Who knows where Satan's penis has been? The Dark Lord could have put this one here as one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Pestilence himself could be riding upon this statue. Watch out for famine next. <laughs> we all remember what happened and where Rosemary's baby came from. So be careful out there, gals. <laughs> remember, remember, <laughs> no means no. Even when it's from the devil himself. But now remember to get, always give the devil his, his dues, though. After taking your pleasure on the devil statue, kindly return the favor. Yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't want your lord, to, or you wouldn't want the dark lord to have, have his pointed tail left unsatisfied. Right ho there, Mr. Jeems. In other, other news in Satan Watch 2014, it's, it appears that, the, that our favorite Bahamut statue in, in Oklahoma is experiencing more controversy. Now, the Satanists who, who have erected the statue, but not the Satan that is erected in Vancouver, the, the Satan that have erected this statue are going to go hold a black mass. They were going to get black together. Black mass, you say? I say that, I say there, old, old chum. <laughs> Indubitably. Now... Now it was it was scheduled to happen, and for for only 1750 tickets could participants could buy front row seats to the festivities. Audience members were encouraged to wear black hoods, full length robes, and evening wear appropriate for the spectators. It was scheduled to be a good time, pump money into the, into the Oklahoma Oklahoma City economy. But no, they were struck down as thousands of petitioners online tried to stop the black mass. That's right, over 88,000 people wanted to prevent this black mass. They wanted to they wanted to add some color to it. As we all know in this in this day and age that we must segregate all our masses. Black masses must be separate and white masses must be separate as well. You you don't see members of the black masses going in there and protesting the white ma masses, do you? No, no you don't. 
That's right, it's all about where the Black Mass is and where, how it's perceived now. But the funny thing is, they're complaining about the Black Mass, but they sure wanted the green that the, the participants would have brought. And in 1750, a poppin' with all that space, who wouldn't, who wouldn't have wanted to participate? Why are you saying that the one thing that unites the Black Masses and the White Masses is the Green Masses? I think that is the, I think that is the almighty uniter of all masses. Now, but I thought it, I heard once that it was the root of all evil, Cody. What are you saying? And see, the, th the thing about it was the uh, co-founder decided that the September 21st ceremony was going to take place in the, tradi in the traditional Black Mass sins. But they had made several concessions with where the uh, woman who lays on the table, on the altar-like table, was not going to be nude as traditional. She was, as she was going to wear lingerie to restrict to the state's nudity laws. Whenever people say that these Satanists don't have any kind of morality, look at what the things they'll do. They'll follow the state's laws. But no, not these protesters. Not these ones that are eager to shoot down the devil and not give the devil his do at all. I, I see. Why don't we go to our special reporter down on the street to get some live interviews about this? Oh, hi! Th thank you, thank you there, board shenanigans news crew. And I, I, I'm Patty O'Malley McTool McFinnigan the second I am, reporting on the scene here. And I'm here with a member, the member, member of a local population. Now, what do you think of the Black Mass and the protests around it? Well, I was just angling along, and I saw, it was like horse feathers. Why? <laughs> I stopped to have a smoke, and, and I saw all these all these people out there co complaining, complaining about a statue, complaining about masses, and I thought, said, said what ho? Some, something's on about this. So I, I think perhaps that this is completely wrong. I, I don't know if any masses should be held here at all. In fact, this square really isn't big enough to hold that many people. I, I think we should all just go, go back to our houses and, and have, you know, maybe a good old time on the boob tube. Oh, I now, do you feel that this is a thing that is actually a political statement, or is this a religious statement? Well, I, I think it's a little bit of, of both, most likely. Um, I think it's some sort of backlash against against the, them, them fellows in the church, you know, trying to muscle in on you know, a fellow's good time. Frankly, I'm not sure if anyone really worships the Satan. I mean, it's a strange thing to be worshipping, I, I think. But do you think, as a member of this community, do you think that a 25-minute Black Mass would really have interfered with that many things it would have? Oh, I mean, you know, I'm no noodle juicer or anything, you know. I, I think a good time can be had by all here. So, I mean, you know, if they keep it respectful and, you know, make sure that no one's on the toot in the middle of the street, I, I think everything should possibly be fine. Oh, I indeed. And that and that's that's the word on the street here in Oklahoma City. Now back, now back to you in the studio. Yes, thank you, Patty, for that lively report. Now, exactly how long have we been holding on to that report there, yeah, Cody? I don't know how long we've been holding that one back uh, back underneath the cobwebs, because it sure seems like it was the 40s there as well as the 40s here, but who knows? Things may be different in, in Oklahoma City. Must be a time rift or something. Indeed. Who knows? I, I do believe our studio exists in some sort of quantum state lock, where through one door it could possibly be one time, through another door it might not. It might be another. Well, you know, you know, you know how it is around here. You walk in one door, an accent's different as people are taking over. You walk in another door, you're in two studios, you're separate, you're remote. You never know how things are going to be. Accents change all the time, they do. In fact, that is right there. In fact, that is a right there um, example of it as well. Was it obvious that I didn't do that on purpose? Completely! Because <laughs> I sure didn't mean, I sure did not aim to do that. Now, back to the news that is news to hard hit, hit, hard hit the, the gals and gents at home. No more do dropping around here, Cody. <laughs> That's right, we wouldn't want a noodle juice anymore. <laughs> what is noodle juicing? You've got to tell me what the fuck that is. I've never heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> did you just make something up? <laughs>
Now the story that everybody wants to know is what is noodle juicing? Yes, yes, that's right. That is that is in fact the, the news that is on the lips of all the all the boys around town, in fact. It, it comes from a long line of the fact that Brewer might have looked up old timey words just before this broadcast to, to sprinkle them in to add some more flavor and more authenticity to it. But you never told any other people what noodle juicing is. Why noodle juice is, is very obvious. I mean it's it's the it's the exact opposite of giggle juice, in fact, Cody. <laughs> I mean, no one's gonna get all zostled on noodle juice, is what I'm saying. <laughs> noodle juicing, Cody, noodle juicing, it's tea. Tea, by Joe, tea. Now, now, now that we can quit jitterbugging around what, what is and what isn't, let's get, let's get back to the hard-hitting news where people are sitting there listening, waiting on the guy driving in, guy driving in his old packets ready, ready to get going on the news here. Oh, that old hay burner. <laughs> Why, he's probably not getting it where any fast. It looks a lot like a Rolls can hardly to me. <laughs> Rolls down one hill, can hardly get off the next. <laughs> I was not prepared for these. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why that? You got you got me laughing so hard. I'm gonna, I'm gonna laugh right in my armor. How heifer I am! But I'm gonna change accents again on accident. I won't say anything else funny, so we can get on with the business. Let's get on. Let's get on to the, the killadilla. It appears that you have also looked up some slang words. Well, I felt left out, and I felt the need. I felt the need to fit in. Ah, uh, yes, indeed. So, so hi, so hi ho on with the news there. In a little bit of the old re redacted history it is, the uh, Library of Alexandria, it turns out, didn't actually bur burn in a fire. No, as, as uh, archaeologists have discovered, it just, it just went down, we just went down, down, but not in a burning ring of fire, it just went down in debt. That's right. The recent, recent discoveries have confirmed that the Library of Alexandria did not go down, did not have a giant epic go down in a ball of fire. That's the word I was looking for, but sometimes you can't get to when you're talking in a 1940s fast voice. Goodness gracious, Cody, how could you forget about the Great Ball of the Fire? Well... <laughs> Great ball, great balls of fire, indeed, indeed there. So, so uh, Hippotia, the last librarian, was actually the one that ran it into the ground. It seems so that that's that's the kind of, that's the kind of thing we have discovered. We, like top top men in top places have dis, have decided have discovered <laughs> that the lost city of Alexandria's library it was in fa it was in fact just run into the ground. So history is always history is always there. History is always improving for you to know more about. Yes, indeed. So, so what you're saying is, you know, the, the world's finest lady librarian was more of a dumb door, is what you're telling me, right? That that she couldn't keep her finances straight. Or are you saying that perhaps, you know, after she went, you know, uh, got raped and, and beaten by all those people, that was the real cause, not because that they hated intellect, but but because she destroyed their library. Well, that's what happens whenever you let dames run dames run things and get get the head full of smarts. Yeah, I mean, at least it's good to know that even back in the back in the, in the olden times, education was also suffering at, at the hands of, of finance just as much. Boy, they had a great president back then, you know, to, to get books into the schools, place to still be alive. No child left behind there, even for the Greeks. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta give you props on that. That was good. <laughs> I figured it's the way to go, patriotic. Mm -hmm. And now, and now the news will return in a moment. But first, a, a word from our sponsors. We've all we've all been there, coming home coming home from a long day, and we, we need something to unwind. Now we should try. Now we should try Ghibli's Spray Royal f 
whiskey. That's right, a treasured example of the spirit of the spray and one of the appreciate and appreciated by connoisseurs over the world over. Ghibli Spray Royal Whiskey. It's a fine proprietary scotch. The perfect the perfect gift for the perfect man that you have in your life. In a cigarette, taste m makes the difference, and Lucky's taste the best. The the difference between just smoking and really enjoying your smokes is the taste of a cigarette. You can taste the difference in the in the smooth, mellower, more enjoyable taste of of Lucky's. Lucky's are made made to taste better. A month after month cigarette comparison measures those important factors of workmanship that affect the taste of cigarettes. Provide Lucky Stripes is, is the best made of all the, the, the five principal brands. That's right. And you're hearing it first. Whenever Ryan Brewer smokes a cigarette, he smokes Lucky Stripes. Now I know whenever I'm reaching for a snack, the first thing I'm going to reach for is a Red Seal potato chips. That's right. Light, fresh, noisy, delicious. Fun. Those those good Nally's Red Seal potato chips in the bright, colorful new package. Look for Nally's Golden Flake potato chips at grocery stores in Southern Colorado and Northern New Mexico. They're dressed in the bright new package. Perfect for home, perf perfect for work, perfect on the go, and perfect to fill to fill your tummies and arteries up. Only Electrolux sells the cleaner that you never have to empty. Women everywhere are raving about the new Electrolux. It's the greatest new cleaner that's so automatic you you have to see it to believe it. It never has to be emptied. It's automatic. There's nothing to clean out. No dust bags to shake out. No paper bags, sacks, or pans to take out. You touch no dirt. Breathe no dirt. See no dirt. Now, now, Cody, I believe that's the exact brand that your that your wife uses, right? Why, yes, we we've used Brand X Air before, and it was complete garbage. We we threw that out that day, and we went straight to the Electrolux. We went down to our Electrolux dealer, and he made us a heck heck of a deal. We could even use it. We could even buy war bonds there. Oh yes, the most important part about choosing a vacuum cleaner: war bonds. Now. Now, back to the news. After all that talk about Satan, I'm afraid that this podcast might be going on a ride through hell. Hell, Michigan, that is, in fact. Hearse parade uh, through hell, Michigan, to try to reclaim their Guinness Book record of most hearses in a parade. That's right. The, the hearse club, known as Just Person Around, is, is set, set for this weekend to, to do a parade where, where they have, at least in their, in their principal club, 60 different cars. This was all started by a retired police officer after a near-death experience who claimed to say when he was, when he was dying, he was seeing a bright light, he saw a black light. Ever since then, he's been collecting hearses. He's down to only three from where he had seven. Now these aren't the more these aren't the morbid type. Just just in just in for a for a dark time when people people are dying to get into their club. One one of his pri one of his prized possessions is is the casqueteria. That's right, a casket converted into a grill, which, which he'll grill up all kinds of fine bur burgers when he's when he does these kinds of runs. So remember, if you're in Hell, Michigan this this weekend, folks, go go join in and see see some mighty fine person. We don't want you to rest in peace on this kind of an event. Indeed. The consequences could be grave if you miss it. I didn't know oh. I else to put that in there. <laughs> we don't want you to be haunted with regret. Okay, I'm done. Well, now that story rests in peace. Uh, on to another one. Methadone-laced underwear led to a death this, this week. That's right. Uh, in Kentucky, a prisoner who was released on furlough to, to attend a funeral came back to the prison, but first soaked his, his britches in methadone. And then once he got back, commenced in, in stripping and then stripping his underwear into strips and passing it out to the local inmates. But the problem arose when, when the incarcerated fellow, one of them, found a way to ingest this piece, a piece of the underwear itself. Now, I don't know exactly what he was doing in order to get underwear lodged in his throat, but I can imagine, well, think back to our first story. That's what I 
imagine. Well, we all know what the fruit of the loom of this story was. So, re so remember that, kids. Whenever, whenever you're trying to get get high off of, off of the methadone-soaked underwear, do it with caution. Be responsible with your methadone-soaked underwear. No. Yes. As a public announcement, never huff underwear, kids. And it is a dangerous habit that leads to all sorts of debauchery. First, it's huffing underwear, and then it's going down down with that wacky weed itself. You might go reefer mad. That's that's right. If you, as a parent, are, are, believe that your child might be might be huffing huffing the underwear, you you should be looking. You should look out for some key signs. One of the key signs would be wet wet underwear covered in methadone. If you see if you see that. If you see that, or if you see your child, if you see your child running around, running around, and they're obviously on some type of stimulant, you should call the authorities. It's yes. up to you to be ever vigilant. Other signs are you know, shortness of breath, uh, exaggerated talking, pants that are too low. W watch for these signs to know if your child is on is huffing underwear. Another good sign is are there elastic band marks on their forehead? Check check them often for those for those signs. That's right, but, children children gone unchecked could could become the we the West dread of all of all of America. They could become communists. They could be in le they could be in league with the Communist Party of America. Why they might be Westman Mao as we speak. These are the things that could be happening in your home or in your home or in your home. Watch out wherever you hear jazz playing. That's a sheer sign of people that might be peddling methadone soaked underwear. Um, Indeed, which, which we like to refer to as. Oh, what's 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 like the street name for for methadone soaked underwear? Um, oh, oh, let me just fucking rip that one off. <laughs> I know I'm trying to come up with something. It's it's been known by many names, but huff, but huffing underwear is colloquially called crotch rot. It's also referred to. <laughs> um, some people have been known to calling it eating your shorts. If you hear your child refer referring to things as uh as as cookie Hanes, or, or if you hear or if you hear them saying things like I gotta I gotta speed up my draws, you should be on the lookout. These are things that could be happening to you. It's happening around you. Don't let don't let them crank their boxes at you. Yes, indeed. You know, I'm sorry. People on meth have the least creative names. I'm looking at like 15 names and they kind of suck. Now, speaking of kooky underwear there, Cody, across the pond and, and, and cheery old England, the Gimp Man of Essex, a mysterious man in PVC Gimp suit, terrorizes people on British streets. Is he the slave or the master in this story? Why? I think first one and then the other. He punishes himself for being too strict, I think. <laughs> all, all I know is he's a man I don't want to wake up. Last time the gimp was woken up, um, there was there was anal play that happened, <laughs> along with sword play. Now, now this alleged man admits that it first started out as a fetish, but now he decided that he wants to try to make it serve a higher purpose. He's heeding the call for 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 Britain, though some see it as a menace. <laughs> and now a quote from him: When I first started going out in my suit, someone suggested I could make a charity thing out of it. I could go around and do some good. Uh, if you take a picture with him, uh, he will donate a dollar to charity, that is. So if you're in Britain, go take a picture with the Gimp Man. He's already raised 375 euros. I don't know exactly what that is in American, but it's not as good, I'm sure. Well, this man is just proof that if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Now, there are some detractors. We also have this quote from him as well. Some people make the assumption that I'm a pedophile or a pervert, and I think that I must be into some horrible things, he added. Yes. I don't know why he would... <laughs> I don't know why he would say he added. Uh. <laughs> the the Gimp Man of Essex has also been quite known for talking in the third person. Now, now this unified gimp, gimp suited man um, is a proud husband uh, with, with children who apparently don't know of his Gimp suit fetish. Minister or, or superhero, you decide, listeners. 
that, that's that's right. So if this if the gimp if the gimp man of Essex hears this, we support we support your cause. We support your charity efforts. Board shenanigans salutes you. We do, in fact, we salute you, and we would gladly take a pic. We would gladly take a picture with you there. Now, speaking of gimp-suited men, here at, at the Board Shenanigans Radio News Network, we have a birthday in our midst. That's right. Our very own musician Jared has been is celebrating his birthday this weekend. So we would like to send a fond, fond howdy-do to you. In, indeed, indeed we would. We, we hope that a sharecrop com, comes up and gives you the, the right kind of birthday that you deserve there. We want you to be in all kinds of co- in cahoots with good times and even, even, better, even better alcohol. That's, that's right. We, we hope that your birthday is one that you will remember for a long time after you can't remember the night after. Indeed, people all around the country are rejoicing at this knowledge. The celebrations line the street. Parades in his honor have been proclaimed. Ticker tape, in fact. New York stock market shut down in honor of, of his heraldry. The Boy Scouts of America do to uh, present him with a with a wood carved sculpture of himself, holding another sculpture of himself that is reaching up to the stars. <laughs> That's right. The Majorius one himself has to. Has defied, has defied death once more. He he looked the Grim Reaper right in the eyes, gave him the middle finger, held his American flag high, and moved onward and forward for the salt stars and stripes. Indeed. We have a quote from him himself that we shall play at this moment. Okay, guys, you know where I can find some drugs? There's one thing called a banana bar, and... One of my current dreams is just to like fuck somebody in a church, but I don't know. Hey, have you ever seen have you ever seen that picture of Nick Cage's face on a shark? Or even more of like, give me your masks and suits and you know chains, gimp suits. Ah, fuck it. Like, uh, just sit around and masturbate all day. That'd be fucking good, man. What are you looking at? Why those sound like great birthday plans indeed, there. <laughs> <laughs> today, uh, after delays, SpaceX, in conjunction with NASA, has sent off a 3D printer to the, the International Space Station. Th- this robotic rocket ha- has blasted off with 5,000 pounds of, of cargo, in- including a, a 3D printer, to test out the ability to produce new spaceship parts in space. This is a smaller version of what will hopefully be released, launched up there uh, next year around this time. The, the cargo also contains 20 mice and a large sum of fruit flies that they expect to multiply. Uh, a, a mouse x-ray machine to x-ray said mice and 30 million dollars worth of instruments to measure the, the surface speeds of wind over the ocean to improve hurricane forecasting. This 3D printer is set to, to, to revolutionize the way we produce things in space, but the, the plastic they are currently using is the same plastic in which we use to build Lego bricks. So, which brings this reporter to ask, why not just ship a whole bunch of Lego bricks in there and have them constructed that way? America marches forward in, in the space race. Take that, Mr. Kutev. Speaking of America marching forward and conquering, if you, if you hadn't heard, about, heard by now, Team USA, the FIBA Team USA beat Serbia 129-92, r- r- routing the, the former, former Soviets e- eagerly into the ground. Take that, you red menace. Indeed, indeed. Team Team USA went undefeated nine and zero throughout the entire tournament, pro- proving that once once again, whenever we put, whenever Team USA puts its hand on balls, we never let them, we never let them go. We are the ma- we are the master of our own bouncing balls. But in further in further sports news, the women the women's Team USA routed Team China 99 to 75, taking the red taking the red de- the red yellow red devils all the way down. In fact. Fucking, you stole my thing. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked it when you said that. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Sorry. Uh, anyway. This even even though even though the Chinese put up a good fight, there were no there were no match for there were no match for the for the girls in blue. That's that's right. So Team USA continues to conquer as it marches forward. Team USA, the ma the master <laughs> the master of hoops. Once again. That's right, women. You too. Why don't you march on down to your neighborhood whack office and, and, and join to and, and get off on helping America as well? Borch Nag is laughing at our own jokes since whenever we started. And now, before we go on, this this message from Civil Defense. Civil Defense is your responsibility. We, we all must be prepared in case of nuclear strike from from, from the communist menace. Uh, we may be beating them in the space race, but they have rockets too that could reach our shores. So always be prepared and remember what to do when you see the flash. But also. One should always remember to keep in, in his house, you know, the proper things in case of nuclear fallout. Cody James will go over the list of things to keep in one's fallout shelter. Key things to remember to keep in your house are, are, peanut, are peanut butter, canned goods, bottled water, <laughs> pornography, because it may be a long fallout. <laughs> women, women would help if you don't have the pornography. Pornography will help if you don't have the women. Sea rations, a ham radio... <laughs> Uh, plen plenty of D batteries. Now, some people, you know, aren't a big fan of large batteries. Now, it is perfectly appropriate to have, you know, A batteries or B batteries. Whatever your cup size of battery of choice, just remember to stock up on it. Also, it, it is good It is good to keep protection because one does not know what one will find outside in the nuclear winter. Arm yourself well, with a, a favorite pistol, a, a knife, squirt gun, box of toothpicks. Never know what kind of enemy threat one might find out there. Best weapon I could think of, perhaps, would be bullwhip. Other things to consider. You might be charged with having to repopulate the human species. It is best to have in your fallout shelter a ratio of 10 women to for every man, so one can pro procreate. Now underground, you should be safe from the woes above, because when you go underneath, you'll remember that your loved ones were still alive, and you'll be spared the dread of thinking about them being dead. You shall live in a state of bliss. And you and use that bliss to help build a better future. When in doubt, quote Doctor Strangelove. Uh, I know I'm not helping you at all here. It's I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to get this shit pulled up. <clears throat> civil defense is everyone's priority. As a member of civil defense, you must look out for for those that are that could possibly be a member of the Red Army. They they have been known to infiltrate everywhere. Your supermarkets, your police stations, your your children's schools, soccer fields. Communist threat has been known to be everywhere. So signs to look out for of communists. Is people that keep asking for papers a lot if you never see them drink a glass of water could be a you could be a communist vigilance is important you may think that your child's just huffing the underwear but they could be a communist menace if you see them reading reading books with words like marx or lenin you need you need to panic you need to alert your local authorities immediately if you see if you see them attempting to st stockpile gasoline you should alert your authorities immediately. If you see them burning American flags, you should you should contact your authorities immediately. But most importantly, we all we all know that if you if you see vodka disappearing from your home, they are definitely there is definitely a communist pest in your house parasiting off of your freedom. It is your responsibility to eradicate it. Yes, communists have been known to hide in the nooks and crannies of American homes to spy on them. Now remember that. <clears throat> The walls have ears. Loose lips sink ships, people. Keep that's it under why, your Stetson. That's why we need you to the civil the civilian defense needs you more than ever for the decontamination squads to keep the to keep the communist pest at bay. They will probably train you in the in the use of use of nozzles and hoses so that you can properly 
keep the communist nozzles closed so they won't so they won't spew their propaganda out, out trying to drag this great country into the ground we want you to launder that iron curtain people get out and search for them look look underneath every rock look there could be a communist hiding in your neighborhood right now if you're a communist that is hearing this broadcast, turn yourself in. We shall show you, show you leniency, take you to a re-education center, teach you how to be a productive member of American society. Re remember, communists will constantly try, try to threaten you. They will constantly be... They will not buy wall bonds in the grocery store. They will not stand in an orderly line. They, they will take our best gals, drag them off to their communist heathenistic caves. They don't celebrate Christmas, and they hate, they hate Jesus. They will not they will not fillet Jesus or allow Jesus to fillet them. They won't even go near him. Yes. So if you see a man wearing too much red, watch out. At eleven, is Santa Claus a member of the Communist Party? You find out. <laughs> and remember, just because we are the red, white, and blue, doesn't mean we can't beat those reds, black and blue. That's showing them the spirit, Cody. It lists for victory. So remember, you can either be in the armed forces line or in the civilian forces line. Every American is called on to participate in this na this national effort. Civilians can support our arms our arms forces in way in ways that would be impossible without them. Remember, we America needs you. You don't have to carry a rifle to be fighting in, in America's army. You can be carrying a pickaxe. Now we should always remember we cannot allow there to be a mine shaft gap. Enlist today, harvest raw minerals, and, and bring them back to, to, to produce new tanks, new battleships to fight off and defend our borders. Remember, gals, how important rationing is. Will you do without an evening gown today for a wedding dress tomorrow? That's right. Rationing is at an, an all-time importance. We need you to make delicate sacrifices so that you can have that glorious wedding day whenever... Whenever we... <laughs> Sorry, I got a bug that flew in my mouth. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, a communist bug. That's what it was. It came trying. It came trying to swipe, swipe away our, our freedom. It did. But see, that's what communists do. They try to censor us at, at every cost. Well, they're everywhere. So vigilance is the price of safety. And remember, if it'll save a second, it's a great idea. Let's have it. Shortcuts can shorten the war. Remember, no dawdling at work. Rem Produce fast to, so you can go home when the war's over. Not, nothing, nothing says Merry Christmas like giving them war bonds. <laughs> war bonds are like investing in freedom. You give a little today, you get a lot of freedom tomorrow. Remember, a young man's opportunity for workplace study and health can, can be achieved by joining a, an emergency relief commission. Not, nothing the ladies love more than a man willing to help and do his share. If ever in doubt, remember to tune your, your stations to 6.40 a.m. or 12.40 a.m., your, your local Coddle Rat station. There you'll find all the news that you need in case of an enemy attack. The Federal C Civilian Defense Administration will be broadcasting there on Coddle Rat with all the information you need to know to be up to date about this war. And remember to support the National Fallout Shelter Program. This sign, this sign could save your life, and we should all, we should all, all know the the the, bla the blast warning signals. Know that three to five minutes of steady blast is a, is attack probable. You should be on alert. But a three minute warning tone is take cover. One visit from from enemy bombers could send evacuees pouring into your town. If su such a disaster occurs, how many refugees could could you take in your home? Civil defense representative will call to get your your answer. Be sure to talk it over with your family and friends so everyone in the community will have heard about this. Now remember to check your local papers for classes in war training and for industry. 
Government, government has been sponsoring these nationwide. Look to your local universities and higher centers of learning. See how, to see how you can, you can help improve the the war effort. And now for, <laughs> and now for random facts far and wide across the supernatural, the natural, the semi-natural, and the subconscious, we go to Brewer for for random facts for our time and space. Yes, that's right. Your anus is filled with diamonds. That is correct. Now you see, baby, ask yourself, what do you mean? What do I mean by this classy piece of it, of knowledge? Why the the shining jewel, jewel of our solar system, the great tilted blue planet surface might be covered in diamonds. That is due to atmospheric pressures in the presence of of methane on, on Uranus. This volatile gas can ignite and produce carbon in the atmosphere. And as it rains down, the pressures get higher and higher, forcing this carbon into graphite, which is then forced into the shape of diamonds. And unlike some of the larger planets in the solar system. The gravity is not too strong that it would cause the diamonds to, to liquefy. So solid diamonds rain down to what would be the surface of Uranus if you can get down that deep to it. If one can climb through through the, the, the rings and get down to the surface past all the noxious fumes, one, one will be rich and booty. <laughs> In other booty news, hundreds of skinny dippers braved freezing temperatures to bear all for a dip in the North Sea at dawn. In Drudridge Bay, North Cumberland, the ultimate ice bucket challenge was undertaken as... I didn't get a number. I didn't get a Just number. Just make up a number! As four million people... <laughs> as four million people... Brave, brave the sun's rays to jump to jump in for an exhilarating experience to try to try and break the world skinny dipping record. That's that's right. It's fantastic," said Jack's age 36, a param a paramedic. It's exciting to pe see people who like to try something new. Who like to take risks and challenge themselves. It's not about looking good or comparing ourselves with other, the next person. It's about recognizing our natural beauty and how unique we are. That's right. Oh, it's 200. <laughs> okay. 4,200,000, it's 4 million uh, metric, which translates to, to 200 uh, customary. We're gonna have to reprimand our fact checker vehemently. He must be an, he must be another commie trying to dissuade dissuade the facts. Anyway, as as two hundred as two hundred people took part in this, they did not break the the world record of eight hundred, which was still held in warmer climates of Miami, Florida. But we're here's hoping that they'll continue with these kinds of events worldwide, because we want to see you put your itty bits into that cold water. We want to see we want to see what rises up, what shrinks down, and how hard your nipples get. Miami, Florida. It sounds like America's once again on top. Please. Philadelphia say man used banana he swiped from convenience store counter to simulate gun while robbing the place that's right a man stole a banana from the very store that he was planning to rob with the banana footage shows the man the corner grocery store on Tuesday he waits in the line and takes a banana from the counter the suspect then sticks the banana in the front pocket of his sweatshirt and points it towards the cashier police say a man demanded money and cigarettes made off with an undetermined amount of cash that just shows kids remember your fruits and vegetables they are part of a productive lifestyle in a successful robber robbery thwarting a man in North Carolina Lina thwarted three would-be robbers as as they responded to a Craigslist ad he posted trying to sell a new rifle. Whenever the whenever the law-abiding citizen represented the rifle to the three rapscallions, they they immediately attempted to they pointed the rifle at him and attempted to rob him of it, which of course was unloaded. The man then then drew a drew a firearm which was not unloaded and held held the three held the three at bay until the police did arrive. Upon the arrival of the police, they discovered 25 bags of mar 
marijuana in, in the criminal's car, and one of them had, was fleeing on arrest for, for a stabbing victim. So that's right. Remem remember to be careful on Craigslist. Maybe it's not a good idea to sell, to sell your firearms. And, it, and it's an even worse idea to try and rob a man with his own unloaded gun. Boy, it sounds like he went off Hathcock. He definitely had more in the chamber than they had. In Pennsylvania, once again, policeman causes $14,000 damages with donuts. That's right. Policeman damaged several of the vehicles when he took a dare to do a donut challenge in his pickup truck in a bar parking lot. 35-year-old police policeman's truck kicked up damaging stones. And That's just another sign that a policeman with a donut is a policeman to be feared. Here's a hangover that'll kill you. A man-eating leopard preys on drunk villagers walking home from booze sections. Booze sessions. That, that, that's right. Over 30 months ago, it's claimed, it's claimed 13 victims in the northern region, region of the Himalayas. It's co it commonly it tends to prey on, on, loud on loud, boisterous individuals coming home from local bars. So remember, if you live in the Dilyat region of the Kumahone Hills in India, near the Himalayas, you should be on the lookout for, for a leopard. He's, he's definitely after a buzz off, off of you. And it, you know, this leopard's probably an alcoholic. He can't change his stripes, his spots, those either. He can't change either one. That's how that's how drunk this leopard is. But not as drunk as this news reporter who can't read the fact checker. What what is the charge the leopard could receive if he was to be pulled over by the cops? Uh, drunk while stalking. I see he's definitely on the prowl. Perfect reporting there, <laughs> Cody. You really pounced on that story. Yes, I pulled the cock right off of that story. You you did. I'm not sure. You really went to the letterbox with that pun. I'm not sure where it was. Oh, I see. It was with the drunken part. I was sticking with the cats. <laughs> Well, I'm not quite the pussy you are. I'm always hanging with the cats, though. Sex on a train station pl platform shocks passengers by romping in full view of the carriage. Early morning commuters in Berlin's underground got a rude awakening when they saw a couple humping it out in a deserted train station. The one quick-thinking passenger grabbed his mobile phone and filmed the, ran the Randy duo's early, one early hour romp, which became a hit online. Both are currently incarcerated, see seeking bail. Trans transport officials refuse to comment. So remember, if you're going to hump it out in a train station, be sure that be sure that it's early enough where you can't be caught on film. I didn't catch this part. <laughs> German police have said they will not be investigating the incident as nobody made a complaint. I just assumed <laughs> well, you know. I just assumed they had been incarcerated. I just like kind of picked something. Oh, whatever. Well, there you go. Some people claim that pie is a lie. Yes, in fact, many proponents out there think we should stop using pie. Oh, that would be the mathematical pie, not good old American pie. Why the day that they make me stop using good old American pie is is the day that I don't want to live anymore. Yes, proponents of the alternative to pie known as tau, which translates as literally just two pi, feel they would simplify most mathematical equations and are trying to support this with their own day. Um, uh, the sixth month on the 28th, we should all start celebrating tau day, or should we? This reporter finds that these people are just trying to be contrarian and hipsters to, a, to an old, old timey way of doing things. In fact, I don't know, I don't know if, if tau itself could hold, hold its place in a world like this. I feel it is from a bygone era and, and should be let go. What do you feel about this? Well, going back into the classroom for a moment, Felicia Smith, 42, was sentenced to three years deferred judification, a kind of probation after she attempted to have an inappropriate relationship with a classroom boy. That's right, the teacher grinded on the schoolboy in front of classmates while giving him an erotic lap dance as a birthday gift. Now that's really putting education first. <laughs> she launched into the lap dance, rubbing her hands on the boy's body and grinding against him during the incident in February. She, ta she taught in a Houston, Texas school and was grabbed, grabbed 
boy's buttocks twice in front of a room full of students. She ended the performance by hugging him and saying, I love you, baby. Have a happy birthday. Smith told investigators she remembered circling the student while he was seated in a chair and losing her balance a few times, which made the students laugh. When asked if the allegations were false, she said no comment. After pleading guilty to having inappropriate relations with the boy, Smith was sentenced to three years of inferred judification, which I already said it, but that's how, that's how serious this sentence is. Whenever when she's going to go straight, she's going to go straight to the old can after trying to go to that boy's can, grabbing that boy's can, putting her hand on his can, trying to pop his can open. These are all things that are completely inappropriate for our teacher to do, and they should not be tolerated in our schools. Uh, the judge has come out saying, though, that a teacher performing the can can is perfectly acceptable. Take that, Mr. Hitler. Bacon, not just not just the delicious breakfast thing we all think it is. A woman affectionately known as Crispy, tried to burn down her ex-boyfriend's house with bacon. That's right. It's it's not it's not just good for your good for your face. It's also it's also good for arson. As this this woman allegedly left a pound of the meat on a on a lit burner in the stove. The police say that the 32-year-old woman from Utah called and sent a text message to a former flame through an alleged incident compelling him to call 911. Upon arrival, officers found smoke, smoke streaming out of the front door, hot coals on the floor, and a pound of severely burned bacon inside the property. Police reported the incident said, I asked to come in and observe a wood stove left open with fire burning inside the hot coals and on the floor around the stove. I observed the burner to be setting on high and the bacon to be severely burnt and smoking badly. Crispy, who was four times over the legal drinking limit, will stand trial on charges of arson and burglary whenever she returns to court in October. She should also stand, stand tri trial in front of McCarthy for un-American behavior and her mistreatment of bacon. This is, this is wrong. This is wrong on all levels. I say take, take her to the cleaner. Throw the whole pig at her. Throw the book at her, too. Yes, you should obviously be setting the clink. I mean, obviously this is one of those things we were talking about before, the sign of a communist. Only a communist would not eat bacon and, and use it as such, for such nefarious deeds. One should never try to burn down the house with, with bacon or set the roof on fire. There are much better ways to do that. Apparently she was all out. She was all out of vault house to make a cocktail, so she tried to do a bacon cocktail, which is a totally different thing. But not not whenever it's in the hand of these you know, sly ruskies. <coughs> now I thought. Now I thought a bacon cocktail was one of those King Kong grandpa kind of things. Well, it can be. It just it just depends. It depends on what where where you sit where you're sitting on the side of the restaurant. Ah. <laughs> well, that's all, Jake. With me. Speaking of sexy, a horny woman calls 911 and asks the officer for sex. That's right. A Florida woman it came on to the responding officer asking him for sex. A 58-year-old woman was arrested for this abuse of the 911 system. She, she called with a bogus story, telling the police officers that she gave her late husband's convertible to her son while she was drunk and wants the car back. When, when the officer arrived, the, the lady allegedly fondled him. She then asked the officer if he was married and allegedly proceeded to, to rub the officer's chest. The woman told the officer that he was sex, sexy and that she wanted to have sex with him because, as this reporter is, is going to tell, us that he's just gonna keep using the word sex as many times as possible it looks like make sure y'all wearing protection when you hear this story folks indeed the censor will have a field day with this episode she also goes on to say that she hadn't had sex in years however the officer wanted no part of it and left i would I, um this humble reporter would say i would leave too from, from looking at this picture and, and she'll show my colleague jesus christ she later called 911 again with another story. When the dispatchers asked why she wanted another officer, she explained that the officer turned her down, and that made her angry. So she, so in other words, she wanted an officer to arrest the officer that turned her down for sex, I believe. But this time when the officer arrived, they arrested her. Well, she'll be getting all the prison sex she, she wants if, if found guilty of this heinous offense. Whatever happened to the good old days when women just went down to the doctor's office for hysterium treatments? Whatever 
happened? And whatever happened to Saturday night? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to find... Well, we are obviously doing the time warp again here. <laughs> well, it's just a st step to the left and then a you know, step to the right. Well, I always put my hands on the <laughs> hips and bring my knees in tight. Now, though, it is the pelvic thrust that does really drive them insane. <laughs> but remember, don't put your right foot in, your right foot out. Do the hokey pokey on it and you get your time warps confused. Remember, you're at the wrong kind of party. Indeed. And note that both of these dances are not nearly as safe as the safety dance would claim. I mean, you can dance if you want to. Uh, and, and I often do it when I leave my friends behind. And if your friends don't dance and if they won't dance, they're, they're not they're friends, no of, friends mine. of mine. Eating chicken wings could make children more aggressive, some scientists claim. A study of 12 children aged between 6 and 10 carried out in an attempt to determine how food impacts their behavior. This new scientific study suggests that children who eat chicken off the bone are more likely to act rowdily than those who eat pre-cut chicken. The twelve children. The twelve children uh, were researched to see to see if their claim, the claims about aggression, were true or not. Now this this really gets to the heart of the matter. We don't want you flapping away on this on this foul news. Since biting food appears to increase activity level, aggression and non-compliance, it may not be wise to serve young children chicken wings shortly before bedtime. Dr. Brian Russell, the leader the leader of this of this particular study, said. I, uh, well, he said a lot of things, but in particular, he's saying he, he's, he's saying how important it, how important it is to monitor your children's food intake. Detractors of the study say they put absolutely zero zero chicken stock into this study. They think people have been eating chicken wings and drumsticks for a millennium and don't think it's made them any more aggressive than otherwise would have been. What do you think at home? Are, are your children become aggressive, becoming more and more aggressive by eating food off the bone, or or are, or is their pre pre cut you know pre predispositioned food made made them more tame? You tell us. I mean, the only time I feel any more aggressive is when I go to Hooters to eat the chicken wings. It gets my hormones all up in a tizzy. But do you think it's, that ch it's the chicken wings, or do you think it's those fine, fine dams with their good gams roaming around you? I don't know what a dam is either. I guess it's like a dame or similar to a damsel, but that's the kind of damsel it is. You don't have time to say damsel. I'm just going to keep talking now. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> I do think you might be correct, though, in your in your assumption. I mean, whenever I do see them, I, I do want to get a manacle off of them. Get all locked down to the ball and chain. That could be more of the issue than the wings. I wonder if the scientists took this into consideration. Speaking of women, though, uh, man sues his wife for giving birth to, to ugly baby. Chinese man di divorced and then sued his ex-wife for giving birth to what he called an extremely ugly baby girl. He initially accused, accused his wife of, of infidelity because he was sure that, that he could not could never have fathered such an ugly child. When, when DNA tests proved that the, that the baby was his, wife came clean on a little secret. Before they met, she had undergone $100,000 worth of cosmetic surgery in Seoul, Korea. The man filed for divorce and sued his wife on the grounds of false premises for not telling him about about the plastic surgery and duping him into thinking she was beautiful. The kicker, he won. Worst part about this article is that wasn't me doing a 1940s accent. That's how they wrote it. <laughs> the judge agreed with the man's argument and ordered his ex-wife to, to pay $120,000. I married my wife out of love, but as soon as, or as soon as we had our first daughter, we, we began having marital issues he said in the interview our daughter was incredibly ugly to the point where it horrified me now now I wonder is this just because of the Chinese the the Chinese proclamation of only having one child and he's just trying to get into a new marriage so he can have an, another child to skirt the, the political system there and their laws. I think that might be more of the fraud. You decide. Well, that seems to conclude all the news. It is the news worth being the news here on, at the BS News Desk. That's right. So I think I think we can take off our ridiculous accents now and end the show proper. What do you think there, Reverend? Why, I don't know if I can because my, my ridiculous accents will definitely help out the ending of the show a lot more. Well, all right. You you can leave your ridiculous accent on and I'll take mine off right now. So, Reverend, you... Oh, God. Oh, God. It's like seeing you naked over there, boy. Well, it's been, it's already been live nudes news newscast so uh 
So, good reverend, do you have any do you have any words to leave the people with? Well, this concludes the, the BS News Network special report. Join us next, would you? Same time, same shenanigans. This is your podcast correspondent, Ryan Brewer, who knows that all the lights on Broadway are never as bright as the candle in the window when you come home. And that's the way it is. We're in touch, so you'll be in touch. That's a part of our, wor- of our world. And now you know the rest of the story. And so it goes. That's the news. And I'm out of here. Till next time, take care of yourself and each other. Good night and good news. Courage. Peace. And good night to all our ships at sea. It's getting cold outside. I need to eat some hot soups to warm me up. Nothing makes me hotter than finding my way over to bspodcast.us Stroking my fingers across their Facebook page or listening to them via iTunes. Oh yeah, they have all the right moves and oral pleasure. (sighs) Oh my. Oh goodness. I know you're John fingering to my voice. Oh, we gotta do Jared's birthday too. Oh yeah, um, we'll do it after Gimp Suit, which is what I was about to go to because that's a perfect lead into Jared. Okay. <laughs> right? I wasn't gonna argue with it.